What's up, you guys? I'm Anya. And I'm Kylie. And this is Two Degrees Hotter, the postgrad podcast where we get real about life after college every Tuesday. Hello, everyone. Happy Tuesday and happy holiday season. Yes, this is coming out the week of Christmas. So I hope you guys are all. I don't know, wrapping gifts bundled up, or if you're, if, or if you don't celebrate Christmas, that you're just having a good week, maybe enjoying some other festive vibes that are of your denomination. <laughs> yeah, maybe a little hot chocolate. I feel like no religion discriminates against a little hot chocolate. No, a universal joy. And it's funny because maybe to you guys it doesn't seem like it's been that long, but we haven't recorded together in like at least two weeks. No, more than that. Like I would I would go so far as to say like three or four. Has it really been that long? I think so. But yeah. it's been a while. So we have some catching up to do. But this week's episode, as I'm sure you could tell by the title, is we just want to spread some holiday cheer given um the holiday week that we are in right now. And yeah, I guess this is kind of like our Christmas special or our holiday special. Our holiday special. <laughs> yeah. So we are going to kind of talk about our plans for the upcoming holiday. Um, and then we're going to go over some non-monetary ways to spread cheer and then some suggestions of where to donate this holiday season if you are able to do that. So should be a festive one. Should be a good one. But first, let's get into our segments. So these past few weeks, I have been kind of back and forth uh, between home and the cabin. And if you guys don't know what I mean by the cabin, I mean my boyfriend's lake house, which is like about an hour and 15 minutes away from here. And so his brother recently had a baby. Well, his brother's wife had the baby. And so his parents have been going down to Boston to visit the baby. So they needed to like very truly quarantine and they didn't really feel like that would be possible with him and the same household. So um, he's been living up there for like a month and I've been back and forth. So it's been fun because I feel like I've always had like a nice change of scene. We like got the cabin all Christmas-ified. Like we got like little stockings, little lights. So it's cute. It's festive. But I feel like I haven't really had a home. Like I feel like I've been living out of a suitcase weirdly. <laughs> I was going to say, I've noticed that you've been like at the cabin a lot. Yeah. Like, did, did Anya move into the cabin? Yeah, I would go for like a week at a time, come back and like do life admin and then go back and whatever. So that's been fun. And then another thing that I wanted to mention is that today I actually submitted my first grant proposal for work. So um, if you are in the, if you're not in the nonprofit space, this might be a foreign concept. It was a foreign concept to me until approximately one month ago. <laughs> um, but basically, if you ever want to do anything in a nonprofit um, environment, you have to apply for money to do it. So um, I wrote up a diversity and inclusion proposal for reaching like a more diverse variety of startups for us to serve and kind of like addressing the um, challenges that can come with like funding opportunities for uh, diverse founders and things like that. So my proposal was to like kind of put aside I hope I can like say this. I feel like I probably can. Um, it was to like create like a specific uh, kind of like case by case ongoing fund for um, diverse founders to access capital to develop their products. So we'll see how that goes. But if nothing else, it was a learning curve to write a grant proposal. There's like a whole different language to it. So that was fun. And then the last thing 
that I wanted to mention is like timestamp, I guess, that vaccines are kicking off this week. So that's very exciting. I think uh, my my friend actually got the vaccine today because she works at uh, Brigham in Boston, like Brigham and Women's. So she got it today. She posted it on her story. That's very cool. Loki yeah. making history. And I wanted to shout out to Massachusetts distribution plan because I think it was kind of like a three-pronged thing. The first one was like elderly and vulnerable people. The second one was like frontline workers. And then the third one was actually like disproportionately affected populations. So basically like minorities and stuff that are more affected by like the disparities. And I was like, it's very good that Massachusetts like recognizes that. And I know- yeah. We don't currently live in Massachusetts, but we'll probably both relocate there at some point in the next year or two. So it's good to know that they're doing good things. But yeah, that's all yeah. I got this week. For sure. Yeah. My my friend from college, her sister is a nurse and she just got the vaccine. And I didn't even realize I was on FaceTime with her and um, her little nephew. And she made mention, oh, like uh, his mom went to go get a vaccine and I, it didn't even click. And then I texted her like an hour later and was like, oh my God, the COVID vaccine, like, <laughs> that's what she's getting. So You're yeah, like, so I got my flu shot too. <laughs> <laughs> but so for my weekend review, I am officially on winter break, which is a relief. <laughs> Can't even put into words how much of a relief it is. Uh, so this semester was definitely an uphill battle for me. I feel like I've kind of talked about it a little bit on the pod, but I do want to take some time to talk to you guys about how the semester went, what it was like, what it was like doing a semester of law school completely online. But I also think that I need more time not only to rest my brain and not think about law school for a little bit, but also like really reflect and like make sure that I'm being thoughtful and not reactive in how I talk about it. But yeah, so definitely stay tuned for that. But for now, I'm resting. If anyone wants to send me their favorite movies and shows and anything, if it has anything to do with law, get it away from me. I don't want to think about the law for at least five weeks. So but yeah. Nice. I'm happy for you that you get some time off. I know it's been a rough one. So yeah, hopefully you can do some R&R, some self-care. Flex my creative muscles. What did I, I think Anya texted me because we've been planning content for next year. And she was like, don't forget to like add stuff in for next year. And I was like, I'm waiting for the creative floodgates to open. And I'm hoping that that comes at winter break because yeah. they were not open for the past couple <laughs> weeks. All right, let's move into our favorites. So I will kick it off. This is like my most genuine favorite in a long time like I feel like I'm never like lying about my favorite or what I like obviously but this one is like I want to like shout from the rooftops how much I freaking love this show and it is the queen's gambit and it's so funny because I had never heard of it like I don't really browse Netflix that much so I guess I just never really knew about it and then while I was at the cabin at one point Grant had been like he was like obsessed with chess for like a few days like he was playing chess on his phone and I was like what is going on like why are you playing chess and he's like he's like oh I, I don't know a lot of people are picking it up because of that show like the queen's gambit and I was like what's that and he was like I don't know let's like try it out and so we put on an episode and we were like so hooked it's one of those like Netflix limited series I think there's seven episodes maybe the actress is Anya Taylor-Joy so it's another Anya there's not that many of us. I was pretty proud of that one. But it's about, it's a fictional story, but it's based on a book. Um, and I think it's like vaguely based on a real person. I'm not sure of her name, but it's basically this girl who is named Beth Harmon and she grows up in an orphanage and ends up becoming like one of the best chess players in the world. Um, and she's very young too. Like the whole story kind of takes place like from her being maybe like eight to age like 22. So it's like very cool. It reminds me a lot of Mad Men. I think if you like Mad Men, you would really like this show because it's set in the same era 
era. Like it starts in the 50s and then brings you through the 60s. And like you really see kind of like the cultural change happen. And there's a lot of like substance abuse in it, I guess, too. So like sort of trigger warning. But I think they do a good job like not glamorizing it. And it's weirdly like a motif like throughout the show. And I think they do a really cool job with it. So yeah, I was so impressed like amazing show like one of the, like, my favorite things that I've watched in a long time like I really put it up there with Mad Men for me like so good wow and I would like to point out that I feel like it takes a lot for you to like be really into a show and really like a show that's true you're yeah. not like a tv show type of person so the no. fact that you're super into it like that is a big critique <laughs> <laughs> yeah no that's true um and it's like I read somewhere that it's one of Netflix's or like Netflix's number one watched like mini series ever and it's only been out for like a month and a half like it hasn't been out long at all so that's like insane but I've seen it everywhere so I'm glad to hear that you like it because it's definitely been on my radar of like a show that I want to watch during this break so I'll have to yeah have to binge it I think we watched it in like two or three sittings nice cool it's on my list I'm ready so my favorite is kind of a shock even to myself but it's evermore miss taylor swift really said remember when i dropped a surprise album a few months ago i am gonna do it again (laughs) (laughs) so i feel like we kind of talked about this maybe i don't remember if we talked about this on the podcast or just between you and i but i was never like a taylor swift fan I, i didn't mind what played on the radio i have friends that are big taylor swift fans so whenever they put it on like i was never mad about it but i never went out of my way to listen to taylor swift on my own and then folklore dropped and I was like okay I see what you're doing here and then this album dropped and I think this one's better than folklore I also think that deep down I'm really just a Jack Antonoff fan because all the songs that I typically end up liking from Taylor Swift were produced by Jack Antonoff and he Mm. if you don't know also works closely with like Lord so I think he like produced almost all of melodrama was her last I think so yeah it's been a while yeah but so my favorite songs on the album currently are willow gold rush ivy and champagne problems and no body no crime which is about killing a man and i love it (laughs) i love it i was like reading something and i guess she wrote it because she loves like true crime podcasts Mm -hmm. so she just like wrote a song as if it was one of the episodes and i'm like excellent I will sing from the rooftops about killing a man. I've only um listened to Champagne Problems so far. I just haven't really had a chance. I'm like waiting for the right vibe. I actually, I feel like um the first time you listen to an album is like a very important experience for like setting the tone of how you listen to it going forward. So like, I don't want to just like throw it on in the shower. Like I'm waiting for like a good moment, like a long drive or like something to listen to it. Cause I think I am going to like it a lot, but yeah, Champagne Problem sounds really good from like the clips that I've heard so far. So yeah, you'll have to listen to Gold Rush. I think it just sounds so beautiful. Like it's one of those songs that just like hits your ears and you're like, how is this so beautiful? But yeah, it's become my like safe space album because mm-hmm. I just got done with final. So I've been very stressed, very anxious. And so I just like listen to it to like calm myself down. <laughs> so yeah, but definitely check it out. Even if you haven't been a Taylor Swift fan in the past, it's very different from like her old sound. And I think if you like more folk indie that type of vibe you could be into it yeah I've really appreciated her journey not that there's anything wrong with being a country artist or a pop artist but like you said like this stylistically is like more up our alleys so it's been cool to see all right moving into the main episode topic let's spread a little Christmas holiday cheer and I know a lot of people are going through a hard time right now because I feel like 
the holidays are kind of especially hard with this year, I think, because everyone kind of has these expectations and these traditions of how the holidays are going to go. Like the holidays are usually like one of the more consistent things in life. I feel like, like you always know you're going to see those people. You always know you're going to do like those one or two traditions, but obviously this year looks a little different for everybody. So hopefully this episode can spread a little bit of cheer, no matter what your holiday looks like this year. And I know Hanukkah just ended recently Christmas is this week. And then I think Kwanzaa is coming up within the next couple of days or like next week too. So yeah, lots of holidays to celebrate. Um, but I guess we can kick it off just talking about like our tentative plans and like our feelings towards Christmas. We both celebrate Christmas. I'm also partially Jewish, but I mostly celebrate Christmas. So why don't you uh, kick us off? Yeah. So I am a big Christmas fan. I love Christmas. It's definitely my favorite holiday. I feel like there's just something so no matter what holiday you celebrate, and I guess slide into our DMs and let me know if you feel the same way, even if you don't celebrate Christmas. But I think this time of year just brings about a lot of joy and just like overall good vibes that I really appreciate. So I haven't really been able to get like super into the holiday spirit because I've just been so busy studying and taking finals. So now that I'm done, I feel like I'm on crunch time to be extra holly and jolly and really get in that holiday spirit, which is fine by me. So I think that I'm going to start off with a Harry Potter movie marathon, which I know some people might not think is like specifically Christmas, but you're wrong. It is Christmas. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited to bake some cookies and watch some movies and listen to Christmas music. I did a Christmas themed Peloton ride today and hmm. it really it got me going. I'm ready. But yeah, so I am not working this year because I'm in school. So I feel like it's a year of very DIY Christmas presents and low budget Christmas presents because a girl has got to get textbooks for next semester and they are not cheap. So I feel like honestly, at first I was kind of stressed about it because I feel like anyone who, you know, not struggles financially because I'm not trying to say that I struggle financially. I don't. But when you're like kind of on a budget, Christmas can be especially stressful. But for me, I feel like coming out of like a really stressful period with finals, I'm very excited to just like be a little creative and like arts and crafty mm -hmm. and do that stuff because I just haven't really flexed those muscles in a really long time. So yeah, so if you get a DIY present from me, even if it's not that good because I'm not at all <laughs> artistic, but know that I'm putting my little heart in my soul. I do think that DIY presents are really thoughtful because at least you know that the person like spent some of their time mm -hmm. putting together this gift rather than just like showing up at a store or like clicking place order online and then for our like christmas eve and christmas day plans uh i'm just spending it with my immediate family i have my parents and my two brothers and we are just hanging out with the five of us normally that's what we do on christmas day but christmas eve we'll go to our aunt's house and spend it with kind of my mom's side of the family but we're not doing that this year because of covid which is okay so instead we're doing like a little appetizer night for christmas eve and we're probably gonna watch how the grinch stole christmas because i love that movie and my family loves that movie um and then christmas day we're doing like a big christmas morning breakfast with mimosas and mm. then we're gonna do homemade pizzas for Christmas dinner because my mom cooked us Thanksgiving because we spent Thanksgiving just with the five of us and she did like a full Thanksgiving meal. And she was like, I absolutely don't wanna do that again in a month. And I was like, I don't blame you even a little bit. So let's not do it and let's make some homemade pizzas. Why not? 2020 in general was just so out of whack that like, why not shake up some traditions and just do what we wanna do and not have to worry about, you know, cooking a giant turkey that I'm not even gonna touch. <laughs> 
And most yeah. of the time, half of it doesn't get touched anyways. <laughs> yeah. I think the appetizer night sounds fun. I feel like you could have a field day at Trader Joe's going through and picking everything oh, out. I already picked out some cheeses. I'm making a cheese board. I'm so excited. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. Um. So for me, I also love Christmas. I feel like I didn't really grow up with Christmas being like the biggest deal. But in recent years, I feel like I've just really grown to like it and appreciate it a lot. Um, and being that this is my first year with a full-time job, I'm kind of lucky to be in the position to be able to get gifts for people. So I've been having a really fun time picking everything out and wrapping everything. I'm like trying to get really creative with the stuff that I buy. Um, so it's really been sparking joy, like finding the best gifts for everybody. And I feel like I've ordered basically everything online, which is different because I feel like normally I kind of use the like in-store shopping experience to like come up with ideas and stuff. Um, but I feel like it's been a cool opportunity to support small businesses or even just order. Like I've been trying to order just direct from the company instead of Amazon. Like I would find something that I like on Amazon, use it as like the tool, but then just like go directly to their site instead. (laughs) Cause I know Amazon takes like a cut and I've been like early enough that I could afford to do that. Like I did that with, um, I bet he doesn't listen. So this probably isn't ruining anything. But one of the things I got Grant was like a at home, like home brewing kit to make beer. And so like I found the listing on Amazon, but then I just went straight to like, it's like Mr. Beer or something <laughs> like their website and bought it from them instead. Um, so that's one thing. I guess an update, if you guys remember a couple of weeks ago, I mentioned that I'm going to try Furoshiki wrapping, which is like the fabric wrapping instead of the gift wrap. It's been going well, I must say. I'm not doing it perfectly by any means. Like I'm not doing all the right folds and like making it pristine, but I like how it looks kind of rustic. And I feel like the fabric that I picked looks like it could be like, it, it fits that it's not like perfect. So it's just, it's fun. I'm liking it. I wish I could like show a visual, but, but that's like not how podcasts work, I guess. Um <laughs> But yeah, try it if you haven't before, I would recommend. And similar to what Kylie said on like the crafty side, I've been embroidering for a lot of gifts. Um, So, and like embroidering for other people is my favorite thing to do. I don't really like embroidering for myself all that much. So um, it's been fun to be able to do that. And I've like been making people ornaments. I one time like ordered this huge bulk order of like tiny embroidery hoops without realizing that they were tiny. Like I I think at the time I just didn't realize how small three inch embroidery hoops were, but they really are like kind of useless. So They work as ornaments though. So I've made like a bunch of people ornaments with those. (laughs) And yeah, I'm still figuring out plans for actual Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, but I imagine it'll be pretty low key. Grant and I usually watch the Polar Express with his family. um, And I'm going to propose supporting a local restaurant if my parents are down, like getting sushi or something. Because I agree, I just, nobody needs to honor tradition if you're not feeling it. So maybe we can get some sushi for Christmas or something. I think they'd be open. I feel like that's a thing, but. Who doesn't like a little sushi? A little avocado roll. Gotta get the seaweed salad. Okay, so now that you know our plans, let's move into some non-monetary ways to spread cheer this holiday season. Obviously, we recognize that it's been a tough financial year for a lot of people, but that doesn't mean that can't spread some cheer. So here are some suggestions. Um, My first one, I guess this isn't technically like free-free, but write someone a letter. (laughs) I guess you just have to buy the stamp. Maybe you have someone laying around. But I feel like nobody like receives physical mail anymore or like it's pretty rare. So like if you're not seeing a family member or like a friend, it's really fun to send them snail mail and got to support the USPS. And I think I wrote, you can find a pen pal. I think there's like websites. Yeah, there's like websites to find a pen pal. So you could find a pen pal. That's actually fun. I want to do that. I had a pen pal when I was in like elementary school. It was the coolest thing ever. I think she was in Do you remember who they were? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, but I don't remember what her name was. But I remember she was cool and she did hip hop dance. And I was like, girlfriend, mm-hmm. I do I do a little hip hop myself. 
<laughs> relatable. So my first little way to spread cheer is to send your friends or family some Christmas cookies. So I don't know about you guys, but I love to bake this time of year, even if it's just the little um, Pillsbury sugar cookies with like the little snowmen on them. But I feel like it'd be cute to like go to your friend's house and I wrote ding dong ditch because I didn't know how else to put this, but like just ring the doorbell, leave them on the doorstep and you know, stand by your car or something like that to be COVID safe. Or sending them in the mail, even ordering from like small bakeries and things like that. If they ship uh, their products like across the country, you could do that as well. But yeah, I don't think anyone, I got little mini cupcakes for my birthday and I'll tell you what, that sparked some serious joy in me. So I don't think anyone would be upset to see some Christmas cookies show up at their door. Definitely not. My next one is just to like make an effort to talk to friends and I don't know, people in your life that are like outside of your denomination or like your celebrations about what their holiday traditions are. Because I feel like obviously like in the US, Christmas is the biggest holiday around this time of year. And I can imagine that feels like a little bit exclusionary for other religions. So I think just like making an effort to talk to them about like why their holiday is special, like what they typically do for it. Just like having those conversations, I think can make people feel really good and be a good way to spark some joy. For sure. And it's a good way to to educate yourself as well on things outside of your own cultures and traditions. So my next one is to leave a little holiday note. I said on slash in because I do not know if it's illegal to like open another person. Isn't it illegal to open another person's mailbox? Oh, I've done that a bunch of times. I don't know because it's like a federal box or something. Oh, I don't know. My dad said something about it the other day and I was like, I didn't know that was illegal. Yeah, I've left things in people's mailbox with opening it before. I feel like, you know, I don't feel like anyone would be a jerk enough to like actually call call the police <laughs> call the police on you and if they are they do not deserve your holiday joy so i was thinking just leaving a little holiday note in your neighbor's mailbox just something super simple happy holidays hope you are having a great holiday season i know i would love to have one of those in my mailbox i would think it's the cutest thing in the world and i think it's a great thing that you could do with like little ones if you have little ones in your life um going around and spreading a little holiday cheer pen pals but make it local i love that yeah <laughs> my next one was to this i was especially thinking of like elderly neighbors and stuff like that yeah. but just like shoveling people's driveway if you notice that like it snowed and like it's been a day and there's still isn't shuffled like there's probably a reason for it so offering to shovel people's driveway or like offering to help with their grocery run like keeping in mind that people don't really want to be out and about like if you're gonna if you're gonna go to the store anyway like just shooting your neighbor a text or something and asking if they need anything from the store I feel like just saves people time and I feel like that's something that used to happen a lot but not so much anymore so if you know your neighbors I feel like that would be a nice thing to do my next one is to take some time to tell the people in your life, how much you love them and appreciate them. I think this time of year can be really great, but it also can be a time that gets like really wrapped up in materialistic things. But I think it could just as easily be a time where you get to be super grateful about the people that you have in your life and the things that you have in your life. And yeah, so taking that time and really telling people how much you love them, how much you appreciate them, and also just like reflecting on your own blessings is a great thing to do this time of year. Definitely. Um, my next one is to go through and donate your old clothes, your old technology. Um, I know that there's like specific websites and stuff that you can send like your old phones. Like, I don't know about you, but I just have like a bunch of phones sitting around because like, I feel like when you get a new phone, you never want to get rid of your old one in case something mm-hmm. happens. But like, if you've had a phone sitting around for like years, I feel like you can just donate it and it'll go to someone that can't afford their own. Um, and I also found this website called Better World Books that my friend Dana, who was a guest last week, yeah. um, 
told me about. And so it's a charity that resells books to help fund nonprofit literacy organizations that teach children, build schools, and fill libraries. And so they've donated over 26 million books and they've raised $30 million since they started. And um, you can also purchase books through the website. So like that's what she did. She like bought books for people's gifts. Um, And when you buy a book, they donate a book. So I guess if you donate your books, they will be the ones that will be sold. So if you have like, I don't know, this whole room is just full of books that people got thought they were going to read or like read and then, you know, put them aside. So if you have any books that just aren't getting used. I feel like that would also be a good thing to do. But I feel like we all have, we could all stand to donate some things probably. So just taking the time to do that with the time off that we all probably have right now. For sure. That my going through my closet is on the tippity top of my break list. So I will definitely be taking advantage of that. So my next one, hopefully this comes across the way that I'm thinking of it. But I feel like during the holidays, sometimes when you shop, your eyes are bigger than your stomach or your whole family stomach and you just buy some extra food. So I'm specifically thinking like if you buy extra of like non-perishables and you end up like not opening the can or the box or whatever it is, taking those leftovers and donating them to food banks, you already purchased them, didn't end up needing them. So you could give it to someone who does need them. Yeah. And then you're also not contributing to like food waste. Yeah. I thought this was a good one. Thanks. Um... My next one, this is so cheesy, but I remember like when I was growing up, we always spent Christmas Eve at my mom's like best friend's house and we would always go caroling. And like now that I think back, all the adults were definitely like super drunk and it was only fun for them because of that. But like in the moment, we like all the kids just thought that they were like also having that much fun. You know what I mean? Like, but do you ever think back on things and you're like, wow, that was only fun because like (laughs) they were all drunk. Yeah, just made me think that like people don't really go caroling anymore. So even if you don't like stop at people's houses, like just walking around and singing, I feel like that's kind of fun. (laughs) I truthfully did not know this about you and cannot picture you caroling. What? I was like eight, but I'm like, I feel like I can see it would be fun. My next one is uh, as you run errands, I feel like this time of year, especially if you're a student, I know I've been like returning textbooks and stuff like that, dropping them off at UPS and just overall, you know, food shopping, holiday shopping, whatever it may be. Make sure you take the time to wish the people that you interact with, the cashiers, baristas, whoever it may be, a happy holidays and try not to say Merry Christmas. And I mainly say this for myself because I feel like I always go right to Merry Christmas and I'm trying to be more thoughtful of the fact that not everyone celebrates Christmas, kind of back to your point. And I feel like it's just an easy sort of language switch that helps be a bit more inclusive um, and doesn't assume what someone celebrates but still spreads that cheer and that kindness that we all love this time of year definitely my next one i was i just wrote down like decorating your house with lights or like any other decor you have laying around and i was thinking like outside because i was thinking of like spreading cheer to others and i feel like my neighborhood this year is like way more lit up than any year prior like every single house pretty much has lights up um and it makes me so happy like driving in every night i'm like wow so cheerful um so if you haven't done any like external decorations even just like putting a candle in your window something like that I feel like spreads joy for not just you but also the people driving by the people walking by it's just a fun thing to do there's a house in my town that does like a huge display and you can go by and tune into the radio and yeah. the lights move with the music we went and saw it the other night and it's honestly so cool but I cannot imagine living in that house I would be so distracted and they're like electricity bill like <laughs> They're really taking one for the team. But yeah, I agree. I love seeing the lights this time of year. Uh, So my next one is kind of tying back into my holiday plans is to consider more DIY gifts when you do your last minute shopping. 
And again, this kind of just stems back to, I know I always feel uh, really grateful when I get DIY gifts because I just recognize that like a lot of time and thought and effort went into making the gift. And, you know, I'm grateful for any and all gifts that are given to me, but there's just like that extra little like, oh, like they took time to like really make this for me and like make it personalized to me and something that I would like. So I definitely think it's a budget-friendly way to gift and also a thoughtful way to gift. Agreed. And yeah, it's been fun like doing all the embroidery gifts because yeah. I haven't even like had to buy anything for them. Like I already have all the supplies. I found like some, you know, dish towels that like never got used in my house and they're still like new with the tags. And so I just embroidered them. So yeah, it's fun. My next suggestion was to suggest a new tradition with your household. Um, I don't really have any like consistent traditions that we do every single year, I don't think. So I was thinking of maybe like a new one we could do, like even you mentioned like the mimosas on Christmas morning. I feel like that would be a fun tradition for us to do, like now that everyone in my household is old enough. <laughs> and I was also thinking if you wanted to do one like with your friends over Zoom. My friends and I have been trying to get a Zoom holiday party scheduled and it's just like not working. But I think if we did schedule it in time, it would have been cool to do like a Zoom gift wrapping party if you have any last minute gifts to wrap, just like doing it with a friend. Because I feel like honestly, gift wrapping is fun, but it can get kind of exhausting. So if you like are doing it like chatting with someone virtually, I feel like that would be cool. For sure. And I kind of piggybacked off of you because I also think it would be fun. I'm being specifically with like friends for myself, but you could do this with your family. Having like a Zoom potluck where you, you know, you make yourself a nice meal and everyone comes with like a nice meal and a glass of wine or any drink of choice. And you guys just, you know, eat and chat and drink together virtually and it's like you guys are sitting at the same table kind of not really but close (laughs) enough (laughs) my last one I guess this kind of ties into what Kylie said earlier just wishing people happy holidays but I just think being extra nice and appreciative to all the essential workers right now is super important I imagine it would make me uneasy to be working and interacting with a lot of people when you know it's a holiday and you're going to spend time with family and things like that so um, just being extra appreciative and trying not to give them a hard time. You know, if things take longer than usual or whatever it might be is a good way to spread some cheer. Yes, for sure. And especially being nice to retail workers right now. You should be nice to all essential workers, but I'm sure they're kind of taking the the most heat right now as far as foot traffic and all of that. And they are quite literally risking their lives so that you can get your family holiday gift. So I just think that you should be extra nice to them. Agreed. So now we're going to move into the more like monetary section of this episode, suggestions of where to donate if you can. Obviously, we don't all have the capacity to donate a ton of money or, but you know, any amount makes a big difference. That's always what I hear whenever I'm talking to anyone in the like charity space. It's just that like literally the smallest amount makes a big difference. So if you can do $1, $5, $10, Um, anything is good. So we're just going to give you some suggestions. Some of them are like Christmas specific or holiday specific. Some of them are just kind of like in the greater context of this year, but we did a little research on like where we would donate. So just wanted to share it. So I will start us off with a classic during this holiday season, Toys for Tots. I feel like most people have probably heard of Toys for Tots, seen Toys for Tots. I know for Anya and I, it's probably very near and dear to our hearts because every year at our dance studio, we would do what, the Santa Fun. Is that what it was called? Yeah. Santa yeah. Fun, and we were raising money for Toys for Tots. So with this, I'm pretty sure you can donate just like money that goes and the charity itself will buy toys, but you can also order online a toy for a child and have it sent to them or drop off a toy at a drop box that goes to a child in need. Just as a side note, if you do choose to do 
this and donate a toy in person. Just make sure that it's unwrapped because the website said that it needs to be an unwrapped gift. But yeah, I think it's a, a, a really great way to just like buy a toy and I, I haven't, you know, bought toys in a while, but I feel like you could find toys for a pretty reasonable cost and that'll really make a kid's day on Christmas morning. Definitely. Um, my next suggestions, well, they're both COVID related. Um, so the first one is called the Restaurant Workers Community Foundation. Um, and this distributes funds directly to individual restaurant workers as well as to the restaurants themselves to keep them up and running. I think we all are aware of how much restaurants have been struggling this year and I feel like restaurants are such an important like social staple but also like cultural staple like the thought of like losing some like really key restaurants in Boston like genuinely makes me sad um so just trying to do whatever you can to support them is great and then the other COVID one that I found is called We Count and they established the first COVID-19 rapid response fund for undocumented and immigrant workers in South Florida, which like that didn't even occur to me that how much like COVID must be, how much harder that COVID must be hitting those populations that can't access testing because of reasons like that. So yeah. I thought that was a cool one to share. My next one, I obviously support this charity, but I also am bringing it up to point out a fun little hack. Uh, it's the NAACP Legal Defense and Education Fund, which the title kind of tells you exactly what it's doing. It provides um, legal counsel and education for people of color. And this is specifically my Amazon Smile charity. So my big suggestion is go to Amazon Smile. It's literally just amazonsmile.com instead of amazon.com. And you can set up a charity and every time you order something from Amazon, it will send a portion to whatever charity that is. I definitely suggest this one, but there's a ton that you can look through uh, and do your research and figure out which one you would want to donate to. But especially for doing some last minute holiday shopping and, you know, you need that prime shipping. I get it, girl. I'm I'm with you. At least you can feel a little bit better knowing that part of your purchase is also going to organization that you support. Yeah, I like the Amazon smile thing. I've heard some people like, I don't know, look at it as like a tax write-off for Amazon. Like you shouldn't do it because it's just making Amazon better to, it gives them a better um, look. I don't know. I don't know the details around it, but I do it too. And um, mine is the Best Friends Animal Society, which is like a nonprofit. Like they do outreach with like shelters and animal rescues and things like that. So there's definitely a lot of good ones, regardless of how you feel about like the tax write-off situation. I would say it's better that some yeah. proportion of your money goes to a good cause. <laughs> For sure. If you're in a pinch and you have to use Amazon, might as well know that some of it's going to a good cause. My next one is the National Domestic Violence Hotline. I think something that a lot of us are aware of is that domestic violence, sexual violence, abuse, um, all of those have skyrocketed, skyrocketed because of the pandemic and just being in the same household and not really having a chance to get away from abusers and that makes it even harder to like report those types of things. So I think this organization is doing really great work. And it's actually the only national full service hotline that answers calls 24 seven for survivors. So I think that's really important. And yeah, I think this would probably be like my top one if I was going to pick one for this year. Um, my next one, I didn't even think about this, but I was doing some research on organizations, but it's the Actors Fund which I'm pretty sure they like support performers overall and being able to help uh, performers like live that lifestyle. And uh, even if they don't have like the means, because obviously it's not like a paycheck to paycheck type of job, but like if you're not booking roles and shows and things like that, it can be a bit taxing, especially financially. But I found this in an article that specifically talked about the fact that Broadway has been closed basically mm -hmm. all year. They haven't been able to hold shows because of COVID. 
Um, and this, the Actors Fund also helps, you know, ensure that Broadway can turn its lights back on whenever it's safe to do so. And we support the arts here on Two Degrees Hard- Hotter, and we want Broadway to come back. <laughs> we do. So yeah, so just especially if, you know, the arts are near and dear to your heart, I feel like it's a great place to to look into and donate to. Definitely. I feel like I follow a bunch of Broadway people um, and they've all been posting about like how tough this year has been. So my next suggestion is Fair Fight. So this is Stacey Abrams organization that's doing all the work to help fight voter suppression in Georgia. Um, And obviously this is a really important vote to get out ahead of the Georgia Senate runoffs that's coming up next month. Um, So I think when you donate to them, you're kind of chipping in to ensure free and fair elections um, helping the organizers on the ground. And yeah, I just thought this was a cool one to include. Yeah. Stacey Abrams is a queen among us. Royalty <laughs> walking among, among us. My next one isn't a charity and I almost put it in the non-monetary one. And then I realized that it's really not non-monetary at all. So that's why I moved I it. I did the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> did you really? <laughs> yeah. I, I, that was the first one I wrote. <laughs> But so mine is to pay for the person behind you in the drive-thru. I guess my mind was thinking like, well, if you're in the drive-thru, you're planning to pay anyway. So like you're not really spending more money than you would have. I feel like I know I recently had, I went to Starbucks because I know y'all are getting your peppermint mochas, your chestnut praline lattes. I see you. I know you're doing it. And someone had paid in front of me and I ended up paying for the person behind me. I feel like it normally starts that like chain effect, but just like knowing that someone like decided to keep the chain going or start the chain, I feel like it just like gives you a quick moment of like, oh, that was so nice. So yeah. So if someone does it to you, make sure you keep the chain going or the next time you're out getting your peppermint mocha, like you should pay for the person behind you. And I hope that it's not like a $20 order because I do get yeah. unlucky with that sometimes. <laughs> I always wonder with that, like what happens if the car behind you is like an entire family, but imagine like being the person that just like cuts it off for no reason. Like I would like, I think it'd be interesting to be the drive through person that like sees yeah. the person that pulls up and you're like, oh, the person behind you paid for you. And they're like, cool, thanks, bye. And they just like drive off. I mean, it has to stop somewhere. So someone's yeah. doing it, but I'm like, who are you? My last one and the one to end out this episode, I found on TikTok, I think it's called Miles for Migrants. So it's actually a way to donate your unused airline miles and also just money. You can donate money to book flights to fly displaced people that are separated by conflict and persecution and other things happening internationally to safe new homes. Um, And I thought this was a really good one to bring up because so many people have unused airline miles that like expire at the end of the year. I'm not sure if like companies are rolling those over or something like that. But since none of us really got to travel this year, I think if you have extra miles, this would be a great place to use them. All right. Well, I hope you guys liked this holiday themed episode of Two Degrees Hotter. And I hope you guys are enjoying this season. Hopefully you're spending time with family and yeah. Yes, we will chat with you guys next Tuesday and we hope you guys have a great end to your holiday season. I was going to like make that joke like see you next year, but I think our next episode is still this year. So I won't make that (laughs) joke yet. Next week. Okay. Bye guys. Bye.